What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's Welcome. <laughs> that? Welcome, 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 guys. To the two Aqua Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. What the fuck is going on? How are you guys doing today? All right. And I am KC and the place to be. And that place is a 2 a.m. podcast each and every week. Bring you our Aqua Take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What the fuck is up? What's going on? What's going on? Hope everything is going well hope you guys are living your very best fucking life trapping out the bando dancing and emphasizing enjoying the summer checking that thing sundress season nah man it's too early for sundresses no it's not it's june nigga nah, summer we on summer in august early for some dresses for some people oh are you are you, are you coming here to body shame what you body shaming i'm smell shaming Smell shame. Yeah. Somebody stinking they uh, sundress? Um, yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be hanging around stinky people. No, I, no just in passing. And you walk by somebody else and say, oh, oh, was it somebody you was checking out? And then you got a whiff and was like, no. yikes, you ain't showered though. No. Just out in public and shit. And somebody, would you at Walmart? Cause that happens a lot there. No, just out in public. Just the normal just place. randomly smell. Where was you at? The normal place, the liquor store. Oh well, it's just, it's a shady bunch to be in a liquor store. <laughs> Smelly, yeah. Wow, what kind of sundress was it? Was she cute? Yeah. And that's even more disappointing. And she smelled funny. Mm-hmm. Was she thick or thin? Thin people don't have no excuses like smell. Just so y'all know, so y'all don't have like a lot of folds. It's a little in the middle, slim thick, but yeah. And she sm- damn, and she was cute. Nigga still hitting no. though. And she was cute I'm and had a nice sure. body, and she was. That, that might have been why she smelled. Maybe she ain't clean that up. Never mind. If you don't, if you don't shower after and let that shit marinate, you might start smelling funny. I'm just saying. So keep that in mind. And that's the fucked up part. Hygiene tip of the week. Certain type of shit like that, like morning sex is like amazing, but it's been marinated. I mean, some niggas. Don't, I mean, I it's don't been know. marinating, but yeah. but that's the thing, though. I'm sorry, I still don't smell after. I might taste a little seasoning, but I don't smell. It might be a little, you know what I'm saying? Like you want salt or sea salt, salt or seasoning salt on your popcorn. You know, some people like a no. little bit more spicy. Nah, I don't think I would like seasoning salt in vagina. Not on the vagina on popcorn. Anyways, like I was saying. I hope there's no popcorn on the vagina. I'm talking about actual popcorn, nigga. Damn. I was talking about vagina. I was using a metaphor. All right, nigga. Look. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why she smelled, but she shouldn't have. But like I said, nigga's still here. I'm pretty sure she seemed like she was popular. Oh, she's an IG model or a stripper. I I don't run into many of those. I think that's show lane, right? Strippers or IG models. Both. No, I like people who don't take pictures of themselves. 
You weird as fuck. This nigga weird. Like, I mean, because once you get in that that mode, like you just continue. What you mean? So like, I don't want to see eight pictures of you in one day, my nigga. That's not. Man, I follow this girl. She take a lot of pictures. That's like, what I'm she, saying. Every time she go anywhere. And you didn't even change your outfit. The same outfit. So you think all okay? Day. So you think that people shouldn't post multiple pictures in one day? I do think that to a certain extent. I feel like once you post multiple, like I usually post one picture in an outfit, and then the rest should like be like IG story or snap. Yeah, but I'm talking about like timeline. Like IG story is your excuse. You can post whatever the fuck you want to post on your. Unless you, unless it's statically different pictures, like the picture picture of you and somebody else, or no, just you. Picture of you in a different angle, maybe. You can put what five, six, ten pictures. I don't like the swipe. No, I like my shit differently. This picture, I did a different face. I need a different capture. No, let me put all that. Stuff. I don't even take. A, I, I mean, I don't even take a lot of pictures. Like I go through like waves of being like super photogenic and type, and then days, and I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. This is not a photogenic time for me. I don't post pictures, so. You look the same in every picture you post anyway. Exactly. That's why I don't post pictures. It's different for girls. We can like do all I used kinds to do I used to do like the shirts of the day and shit, but I don't wanna show y'all all my shirts. I might wanna wear that somewhere. Yeah, that's a lot of time. I don't just like oh, I, I gotta put like I'll I go somewhere and I'm like, I'm actually out. But if I've been out in that outfit, but I ain't gonna take it. I ain't gonna record it. I'm gonna take no picture. It depends. This is how social media fuck your head up though. That's the problem. Definitely an issue. But I don't know. But I be weird when I when I talk to people that don't have no like. Where's the picture of yourself on your page? Like, nigga, I'm here to see you. Mm-hmm. Or at least I don't know. You know, my shit go back to like 2012. Like, I got mine in 2012 too. Actually, I think it was 2011. It was my senior year in college. Like, get with it, shit, scroll. So same, same, ago. same. I've gained. That's weight. when I ain't I've know what weight. to do. I gained weight again. You look the same though. Yeah, I had some like fat face pictures and shit sometimes. You like a chipmunk. <laughs> you do like a chipmunk. <laughs> Definitely look like I had head. some like crackhead looking pictures when I was depressed and shit. So yeah. I I straight look like Skeletor. It's terrible. All right, let's start the show. I'm sorry. The show started, nigga. So um, yeah, how's your week? My week uh, was straight. Uh, work was cool. The week, my work week actually went by really fast, and like it was like on Wednesday, I think. Fuck you. I think it was Tuesday <laughs> night, and I was getting ready to go to sleep for work, and I was just like, "Damn, tomorrow Wednesday." I'm like, "What the week?" That's why I really do appreciate my fucking schedule. I'm gonna be sad when it end in a couple months, probably, but <laughs> I'm be working every day. Mm. We stacking now, so be cool. Mm. But yeah, man. It's crazy. Like, I have plans for when I get my little, I guess, upgrade in my job. But, you know, I'm just going to I'm just gonna have to do it to you niggas. I ain't even going to say nothing. Because you talk about shit and it don't happen and you look stupid. So, you got to wait till it happens first. And then you be like, ah, blah, tied out. Watch out now. You know what I'm saying? That's actually how I felt about um, letting people know our 100th episode is next week. Like, not that I didn't say it. We'll probably miss next week. Damn, I ain't think about that. We <laughs> might. It's what it's Father's Day. Yeah. Ooh, and I agreed to go to church with my best friend. Mm. Her dad is a pastor. And he asked me to go, mm-hmm. and I was just like, mm. "I've never been. I've been friend. I've known that family since I was like five. Mm. So actually, longer than that. They knew me before I could know them. I was a baby. But 
I've seen him preach outside of the church and inside of the church. But yeah, I'm gonna go there. Because uh, my dad is definitely not one of the people that's like, oh, it's Father's Day. Well, let me do Father's Day. He one who's like, okay, it's Father's Day. So that means I'm gonna leave me the fuck alone. That's kind of how my dad is. So Yeah. I'm supposed to cook for my grandfather and I might visit my dad. I don't know. Depending. Mm. Time. Mm. That's why I said I ain't want to promote it. Sure, we might miss next week. Don't promote it. We would have missed this week until like five minutes ago, nigga. Mm, yeah. I'm like, bro, I could have been in the bed for real. I mean, I swear I literally been all day. Yeah. It was just a wild time. Cocaine, the hell with you. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know <laughs> if I would be tired. <laughs> uh, I seen what was that movie with Jim Till, nigga? That's, supposed to, that's supposed to be the. Uh, you come down. Though. That's supposed to be the pick me up. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let me see. Um. But anyways, I've been good. <laughs> I hope you guys are all doing well too. Hope y'all had a great ass weekend, lit weekend. It was pride here in the city. I didn't go to no events, and one of my gay friends was in town, and she was just like, "Bitch, oh you ain't going no gay shit." I'm like, "Whoa, I don't, I didn't know. For I didn't actually know it was Pride Weekend." And then, uh, cause I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have mind doing it, but honestly, I have been trying to save money, so I still, I, I was at home yesterday, so I only just I went to go eat with my friend and her little boo, and then we just chill. You know what I'm saying? On some real recreational shit, and. That was it. I didn't do shit. I went to go eat. I had a funny story about Pride. I had to uh, kind of educate one of one of the guys in the group chat. He said he was out with his girl, but uh, I think was he said a- he was in Ferndale. He's like, yeah, man, there's so many good-looking chicks out here today. I'm like, yeah, it's Pride weekend. Like, all the cute lesbians are out. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he was like, wait, I what? mean, but no, a lot of straight, a lot of straight people go to Pride, no, too. No, no, I'm saying. But Especially he, women. He's like, wait, what? And then he... <laughs> He texts back like three minutes later. He was like, I didn't notice, but there's fucking rainbows everywhere. Like, yeah. Like, the more you know, nigga, I'm just letting you know. Definitely Pride Weekend. I missed everything. I didn't go to shit. I didn't even see my friend, actually. I'm trying to think what I even did on Friday. Oh, no, I didn't even. Honestly, you know what? This is a really chill weekend. I didn't do shit. Look at you. I didn't go out. I didn't do anything. Because the only thing I did on Friday was I went to my, um, my best friend's mom's birthday dinner. And that was all I did. So actually, I didn't know what I bought you. I didn't get in any debauchery this uh, weekend at all, actually. So that's good. Next weekend, we're going, me and my friends are going to a bounce house. It's a traveling bounce house that we're going to. I'm kind of excited about that because I'm a big ass kid. So that should be fun. That's about <laughs> it. Get my hair done. I ain't doing shit. I'm actually trying to sit down, which is weird. It's weird when you're trying to sit down in the summer. Cause everything is just like Go do something Do something Do something Do something Nah fuck you And I be like Man <laughs> I'm trying to sit down Cause this weekend I really didn't plan on Leaving the house I mean I barely really did I only went to the city twice Actually yeah And I didn't even go downtown yesterday We was right On the east side So Yeah stay your ass Out my neighborhood though Fuck out of here nigga You wasn't over there <laughs> No, nah, I was at work Oh you was at work Damn I would love to have some chicken wings, but I was ever- Man, them they say wings is a whole nother level. Them bitches is good. Them to me, they say wings is better than sweet water wings. Well, sweet water wings are disgusting. So. It depends on what you into, cause sweet water wings is like kind of spicy, right? No. And they say wings is barbecue. No, sweet water wings are not spicy. I think they are supposed to be They're a little supposed spicy. Supposed to be spicy. But All right, hater, niggas like niggas do like sweet water wings. 
Mm-hmm. Every time the food truck come to my job, that bitch be line be outside the door. Anytime, any food truck. No, no, it's not. No, no, no. Y'all took all the good ones. I hate you. Oh no, all the good food trucks from our place, but I'm not going over there. I'm not walking over there. Um. Uh, uh, oh man. Exactly. Fun fact: At work, nigga, I was working a working like a motherfucker on a fucking what was that Thursday? I usually have about ten, twelve thousand steps when I leave work. I had twenty three. So you actually earn your money on Thursday. So what you saying? I earn my money every day. That's they pay me for what I know, not what I do. That is actually <laughs> my excuse at work. <laughs> I mean, they do. When they talk about the discrepancy in their pay and my pay, I'm like, yeah, I know more. They pay me more. I mean, realistically. This <laughs> is like, they pay me more. I know more. More valuable than you Negroes. But we'll talk about work for me later. Um, yeah, my work week was, like, horrible. It was? Yeah. I don't like, you know. It's this thing about, like, Grown people like not being grown people. I don't understand that. Uh, I learned that when I first got my real, first got my first real job. When yeah, I, but like you, my my uh, the idea I had about adults was if was permanently affected once I started working with people twice my senior, and they were just fucking childish ass people. Right, but you you would hope that like after a certain amount of time, like that kind of. No, it get worse. Like I, I would hope it would like erode. Old people are horrible. Like I was talking to my stepmom, she was like, "Oh yeah, these women so catty." I'm like, "Yeah, look, yeah, they just as bad." Look, I was Friday. I don't understand how she works like that. What? Sabrina had on an all white Nike, uh, short set, and oh, white yeah. shoes, and was spotless. Like, what the she fuck are you sure. doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Okay. What are you doing? Man. All white. In a factory That is just Yeah But she's working So I can't Can't even say shit Um Other than that man I didn't I was mad I had to work Um This weekend So I didn't do shit I didn't listen to shit Um Musically I know T. Grizzly's album came out Oh yeah out. I saw that T. Grizzly album Who else album came out Uh I don't know Uh I, Drake and um Chris Brown song debut. You know what Normally, he enhances uh, my listening pleasure of songs, but Joe Budden really fucked this song up for me. Well, you listen, you was watch this live. No, oh. I listened to. If you listen to the episode from Saturday, I didn't listen to Saturday's episode. Like, yeah, right. I have a schedule. Like I listen to Saturday's episode. I listen to Monday, so I'm listening to it tomorrow. Cause I only listen to it at work. That's how I. I, this is how I get excited through my work my work week. I, I give myself stuff to be excited about. Yeah. So Monday, it's like every other day of the week. So I get two weeks, I mean two days of the week where I listen to Joe Bunn Podcast. So I listen to Saturday's episode on Monday, and then I listen to Wednesday's episode, obviously, on Wednesday while I'm at work. That way I listen to like every other day. So Monday, Wednesday. I just have to figure it out on Tuesday and Thursday. But Yeah, you fucked that up for me. Why? I don't know When people are like too You know People geek shit up So uh, See I didn't see that I heard the song first I actually really do like the song I see I, I I heard it actually first On his live And I was like Oh damn What song is this And then I went in there And then I downloaded it And I was like Okay I fuck with it It's a good song Yeah it's a good song I mean it's Drake and Chris Brown yeah, It's pretty hard to fuck that up It's really hard to fuck that up Like it's certain song Like artists Where you be like I already know 
this gonna come out as a good song. And it's not too many of them. Drake is definitely one of them. Where you're like, okay. Also, shout out to Drake for uh, not being on any of the Megan Megan the Stallion songs. Like we we had a whole you know we had that fear like when they were together like he was gonna hop on some remixes oh, okay, and yeah. shit. I mean it's know. not too late, so don't jinx it. Uh, probably did. You probably did. Um, I will say wait. Well, yeah, man. <sighs> shit, man. You know, actually, I'll say that. Maybe that's grinding my gears. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't listen to much music. I'll probably do that next week. Um, as far as like TV and movies, I was out of the loop on all of that shit this week, too. I didn't go to the movie. I was, actually, I went to the movies twice. I went to go see Aladdin and I went to go see Godzilla. Um, Monday and Tuesday this week randomly. I just randomly went to the movies. That's why I don't have money. I should be doing random shit like that, but. Yeah, I just randomly went to the movies by myself, just on some fluke shit. Um, I was just like, I had I was driving home from work, and like the street I live on is like everything you can possibly imagine on earth is there. <laughs> so Privilege. I was driving home, and it was um so much, it was traffic going towards my house, and I was just like, mm, I'm just gonna pull up to the movie theater instead, and I just went to the movies. <laughs> That's like, some privileged shit right there. And uh, and when I left the movie, there was no traffic, so I just went straight home. That was cool. I did that two days in a row, and it was like literally both of the, it was traffic both of those days. When I went home Wednesday, conveniently, I, I didn't plan on going to movies, and it was no traffic, so it was just like a sign. I was supposed to go to movies those two days. And, I, and honestly, it took me until like Friday to realize like I have two malls down the street from me, and realizing how dope one of them are. Like it's like an outside mall, and that bitch is like beautiful. Like I didn't realize it, but in the summer, bro, we'll just walk through that bitch. It's like a whole vibe. It's like feel like summer in there. I don't know what it is. <laughs> But whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that all? Oh no, I watched it. Oh, I watched this movie on one demand that I found. That was fucking hilarious. I don't remember hearing about it. I don't remember no promo for it. But it was called Game Night. It was Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, it flopped. Did it? It was funny. Yeah, but like I would put that movie movie up there with like Tag and um. Tag was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, I would put that movie up there with Tag and. Um, but it was one of It was kind of in that lane though. And it did the same that Tag did. Oh, Tag didn't do good either. No. Tag was funny, bro. I watched Tag on the plane when I was going to, I think when I was going to London. Say, look at all this. This is nonstop privilege. It might have been. Oh, shut up, <laughs> nigga. When I'm dropped the shit, I'm trying to drop. When I get this little promotion at my job, nigga, y'all gonna really be on some bullshit. Uh, oh, Hendrix. Anyway, I know he gonna be on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like and I talked to my dad about it. He approved it too. We're just taking your keys, man. Fuck out here. Okay. Laps around the parking lot. No, nigga, ain't no laps. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have my keys in a golden case, nigga, uh, locked up. We'll see how this turn around. Really turn around. <laughs> Shit, round away on this. But movie. yeah, like uh, that movie was funny as fuck. I seen it, but yeah, I watched Tag on a plane in London. On a plane in London, and it was so fucking funny. Like I was laughing so hard, and it was an, and I felt weird because I was playing. I had my headset on, I'm dying, so I look stupid because nobody knows what the fuck I'm laughing at. And then literally, like I guess I made it look so good at the event. Like later, I mean, it's a like nine hour flight. <laughs> so like on a wave, um, I woke up, took a nap, woke up, and the guy next to me was watching it. I was like, yeah, I know, bro, that shit funny. <laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like, I know. He he heard me laughing. He had to get it. He had to get in on it. So I was like, yeah, I know. Go ahead. Because at first he was watching some. I did too. I think I went and watched, I was watching Rick and Morty after that. Like, I was just watching some bullshit. Because, I mean, nine hours. <laughs> that might be the last time I'll take a flight that long. And not to flight that long and not try to get first class. Because it's tight. Them big ass planes. Like. I had never seen a plane like that except like on TV where it's like actually like five seats, like four or five seats in the middle and then two sides of like three or something like that. It was a big ass fucking plane. But ching ching. Good times. Anyways, so. You tired of uh, glow? You said what? You tired of glow? What? You done? I didn't do that, nigga. Okay. I was talking about life. Oh. Um, watching Megan Thee Stallion pull up. Did you see it? Yes, I did. She's a nice country young woman. She is. I saw people, uh, this was on the pull-up, but it was another interview she did, and I saw people was talking about the whole body count thing that went away yeah. about her saying, you know, about catching body. But a lot of women feel like that. I used to feel like that when I was younger. Yeah, a lot of people definitely, uh, definitely abide by that. Um, yeah, I used to be like that, but now I just don't. Yeah, I mean, same. <laughs> I don't feel like same. that anymore. I used to feel like that when I was younger, for sure, because I thought the same thing. Like, it was just like, okay, well, you know, you stuck with me now. <laughs> Until I didn't want people stuck with me. So, right, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, essentially. <laughs> so, yeah, Shit, yeah. I actually had somebody tell me that recently. Like, this guy was trying to fuck with me, and it was kind of just like, I just want you to act right so... I'm not going to say too much. This is actually a premise in which I'm basing my um, asking whatever, my millennial question, whatever. It's the basis of which I'm asking that. But yeah, like, it's like, oh, like, you was bullshit and I wanted to get to know you and fuck around with you, but, you know, you was spinning me, so I had to go back to my ex. And I'm just like, want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, don't put that on me. You ain't fucked that hoe because you want because of me. No, you fucked her because you wanted to fuck her. I mean, uh, the, I guess the alternative would always just be not fuck her. That's a very good this, alternative. But I don't think this generation actually. I don't think that's a re- like realistic alternative for this generation. No, the stigma on male masturbation is like crazy. Is it a stigma? No, don't jerk off. I get pussy. Oh, I hate that. I think it's only. I don't. I haven't talked to that many men that do that. Like not in a long time. But because now I like. I have full conversations with men about like the type of porn they watch and all that stuff all the time. I'm a nigga for real. You are. Why you said that? No, I was just remember we was trading, uh, trading porns back and forth. Like, oh yeah, watch this. this is a good one. Like, I'm a nigga for real. So like, <laughs> I don't really, I don't feel no kind of way. Like, I, like I, I was actually being like, like kind of baffled when I was hearing like men in relationships or married and they were talking about how they girls was mad that they was watching porn. Like, that's crazy. I would never be mad. That happens a lot more frequently than you understand. I I, I see, but that's the thing that's cra- I'm, I'm I guess I'm kind of taken aback by that because it's like, why? And like, you fucking somebody else. But it's actually You fucking funny. yourself. It's actually funny because nine times out of ten is out of, like, necessity. Like, yeah, either I'm doing this or I'm going to fuck somebody else because you're not doing, like, well, I, see, I don't even want to demon. I don't want to demonize masturbation like so that. Like, I don't think it's necessarily like that because I could have a whole nigga and I still want to have sex with me too, myself. Yeah, but people out there like, yeah, nah, 
So it's I don't cheating. I don't even think it's masturbation is cheating. How you with yourself? It don't matter, but you're not looking at yourself. You're looking at somebody else, and you're objectifying. I look at the bitches when I masturbate. I know, but I'm saying that's I'm cool. Like, Ooh, shit. Some people look feel how like bouncing. <laughs> some people feel like that's cool. <laughs> A lot of women feel like that's cool, but yeah, nah, nigga, you supposed Ooh, to want me. Oh shit, get it, girl. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of women feel like they can do that, but no, they feel like the men are having the same feelings that they having, and that's cheating. Oh, have those feelings. You human. You can't be human. No, this. I'm gonna be human. Right. This dick way nicer than yours. I ain't never sound like that fucking with you. Or it'd be the other way around where I'm looking at shit and I'm like, girl, I, that shit, that don't feel that good. Right. <laughs> That's normally the the stance that I have. I'm like, all right, man. Shit, I'm like, gotta, girl, that shit don't feel that good. His dick's more. Or, now I got to turn my fucking headphones down. You screaming at the top of your lungs, especially the amateur shit. Like, get it together. Oh, the, ang- the angles on amateur shit be too bad. I can't watch that. Like, I need to see. They getting better. Pornhub is uh, sponsoring a lot of people, so they getting better, better okay, equipment man. and shit. Man, That's next time I pro. find a nigga, I might see how much they paying. But I gotta be like my nigga though. Somebody told me I look like the type that'll do something like that and good, cause I am. What? <laughs> no. Like literally, like my friends, like you know, I can see you. You seem like the type of girl. Like you was in a monogamous you wouldn't even care like about shit. And I was just like, well, as a former sex worker, I have no comment on that at all. You are a sex worker. You <laughs> <laughs> I was in my younger years, but uh, yeah, no comment. When you was a sex worker, yeah, you still a sex worker. No, not technically. Hendrix is on sale for the low, low <laughs> price of replenishing my savings account. So if you have ten bands, you can do uh, send it to me ASAP, and you can have unlimited Hendrix all the time. That's right, ladies and gents. You can have unlimited no. Hendrix all the no. time. Not we gonna don't sneak that shit. In we don't have no time. <laughs> we not gonna sneak that. In there. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give me a high five. Give me a high five, nigga. I want to punch you. Give me a high five, nigga. We about to start the show. <laughs> the show is already. We about to start the show. All right. <laughs> Shit. All right. So this week in Six Sad World, we don't really. Have any sick or we have some sad shit. Not so, not so much so sick shit. Um, <clears throat> Jay Z was accredited this week as being the first billionaire hip hop artist, which I had trouble with for a couple reasons. First off, it's kind of like a box, so I didn't really appreciate that box. What do you mean? I understand it. Like the first hip hop billionaire. It's like. I don't okay. get why you think that's weird. No, it's not weird. I understand it. I just had, you know, it's like, well, shit, just say you're a billionaire. Like, don't because then, then the he wouldn't be, box. but then he wouldn't be the first. <laughs> nigga. Don't put like, him in the hip hop box. But then though. he wouldn't be the first. He's I not the first black billionaire. That. He's not the first. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But he's a the first hip hop billionaire because he his initial rise to fame was through the hip hop industry, and now he's a billionaire, which is why that is actually an accolade. It wouldn't be an accolade. If we remove hip hop from it, I, I get it. I said I uh, had an issue, Trevor. Um, yeah. Um, the other thing is Jay Z has been a billionaire. Somebody else was saying <laughs> that too. <laughs> like I'm convinced he got that like 
two years ago. Yeah. They just yeah. kept it under wraps. Probably. Maybe this is the first documented. Yeah, I mean, you know, certain times taxes and shit. Maybe they finally counted everything. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna go through his uh earnings. Um Ace of Space is uh Three hundred and ten million. Gold bottles. His cash and investments are two hundred and twenty million. Duce is worth a hundred million. He told you guys that. Um, title also worth a hundred million. Rock Nation, seventy five million. His music catalog seventy is worth seventy five million. His art collection is worth seventy million. His real estate is worth fifty million. So that's how you get to a billion dollars, kids. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean it is a milestone. It is it's lit. I appreciate it. Um it's just kinda yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, when he started his solo career at twenty six and now him being fifty is like, yeah, like you can do it. Don't no, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't. can do it. <laughs> like, yeah, you can. I'm but I mean, when you wealth. think about it, like, yeah, I mean, definitely. But it's just this uncharted territory, and I'm not about to sit here and uh, hashtag dig eat. But <laughs> I guess I just um, yeah, today okay. hashtag dig eat air quotation. <laughs> but I mean. It's very few people have done it for had the longevity and done it for as long with the finesse um, that he has done everything. Just staying relevant, whether he's putting out music or not, he's definitely always been there. It's always been a peak and a and a person that everyone is familiar with. And all, you know, hey, that's who he is. His dad. Yeah, like he's he has a thirty year career in hip hop. Yeah, it's crazy. Thirty years. I'm 30, so he's been around since Granddaddy. Since the womb. Old ass. I was just a lonely sperm cell, minding my business. And Jay-Z was out here making history. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's definitely... I was born a, to stand for him. <laughs> that's definitely a, a big, big accomplishment. But actually, um, I guess on the side of sick, was that it? Was no. Jay? That was the only story we had? No. Oh, okay. Man. I thought you said it was slow. Okay, sorry. I'll I make sure it happen. So. All right, nigga. <laughs> nigga, 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 nigga. Uh, speaking of niggas. Angry niggas. Um, DJ good? Khaled went viral this week with his um unplaced and unusual hate. Um. He didn't put any names to it, but everybody with common sense knows that he was talking about Tyler Creator. Tyler the Creator. Um, Tyler the Creator's album, Igor, came in number one over DJ Khaled's album. What was his album, man? Ig- uh, Father of a Side. Oh, Father of a Side. I thought you were talking about yeah. Khaled, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, he came out with a video talking about, you know, the fact that he makes music and he doesn't make mysterious stuff and you know he he's uh yeah, I I didn't get it I don't understand why he was trying to throw he was trying to shade uh, Tyler I heard about that I don't understand why like why that's the person that you probably should 
shade the least because he don't really care. He don't care, and, and he's you, a troll. Which he, he is has a troll, doing. and you can't even <laughs> hate on Tyler. I mean, he's in. Even if you don't understand or respect or appreciate his music, his sound, or how they've our future as a whole, you know, came into the game and you know became movies and checkers and alter the culture in a certain way. Like you can't, even if you choose to ignore all of that. Like I mean, no, if you, if, yeah, he's talented. Is what I'm trying to say. Like Absolutely. he did everything on that fucking album. He's been doing that. This nigga came out. He was like fucking 17 years old. Cause I'm a uh, future like person like I followed them like it was like a, when I was like younger I mean I wasn't super young I was older than them I was like in my tw- early 20s and I was like standing for them like I went to one of their concerts like when they were small act and it was lit like I just always been a huge fan you know what I'm saying so um seeing their growth like I don't even think our future is so a thing their clothes are still are still doing well though yeah. But um I don't think our future is actually a thing is they branched out so many amazing artists though. Even if you just look at all the amazing talent in that group of people. Yeah. Between Tyler, Sid, Frank, you know, I don't know if you really in debt before I talk about Mellow Hype and Haji Beats and shit like that. I don't know how <laughs> Taco and Jasper. But Earl. I'm just like er, right, Earl. Like literally that's a, a immensely talented group of young kids. That literally came into this game doing everything their own way and literally like making a lane for themselves. Like they didn't follow anybody else's path. And it's like if you're someone who, you know what I'm saying, strive for being the best and greatness to deny that you just a hater at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it kinda gave me the the Nicki Minaj vibes when Yeah, she for lost sure. To Travis Scott. And it's just like Better music is better music. I don't give a fuck what your budget is, what you spend on production. And people always like different. That's one thing. Features. I'm, I'm not even gonna say I don't, I don't like the Khaled album. It's a it's a good album, but he has a formula. It seemed like he just goes and like plugs shit in because like that jealous song. It's been one of those songs on every album. Yeah. Um, you stay it's hold you down <laughs> like it's just like literally like those songs are the same on every album like it's like okay I needed this kind of song this kind of song this kind of song this kind of song and he puts the album together but it's like like before I even ever heard Jealous I like I was the, the um, artist and I was like he did this before like you know what I'm saying like yeah I mean, but that's one of the things. Like sometimes so I, I when you follow your works. formula of success, it eventually will fail. I mean, no, I'm not even gonna say that it don't work, but you can't shun people who choose to take a different path. Every like I I um applaud Tyler because he's done nothing but evolve and you know what I'm saying come into himself as an artist as a rapper in a in a he's literally a creator he told you niggas from he the told beginning. you niggas from junk okay so I don't know like some of that shit was genius like I remember being you know what I'm saying in my early 20s and listening to fucking bastard and yonkers and all of this shit and hearing this nigga talk to doc like like the depth of his mind as a creative is crazy. Like that, like listening to the whole path, like Dr. TC and them conversations and him realizing that he was talking to himself. Like what? Mind blown. Nigga at like 20 mind blown. Like, 
Like that was real artistry. This nigga is a seventeen year old was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't have to. You like I said, you still like, sound like a hater if you just, like denying somebody just like this. He's immensely talented. Even if you don't fuck with the type of music that they used to make, because this music is not as it's not nearly as dark as it used to be. It's more eclectic now, mm-hmm. but it was like you know, even if you didn't fuck with the darkness of his old shit, you still could see the artistry in it. Right. Uh, yeah. So, don't hate. Don't be a hater. Stop hating. Um, before I get to the the real story of the week, I found this. Um, it's about a police officer. Um, that was in the park. Um, yeah, the Parkland shooting. Um. Name is Scott Peterson, and he is now being uh, charged on eleven counts. So, if you don't know the original story, they've been doing a, I believe it's a fourteen-month investigation on him. He was one of the officers that was on um, patrol at the high school in Parkland, and when the shooting started, he did not go into the school. Now. That is fucked up for what his job title is. But it's also a very human thing to do is when chaos ensues, like you tend to stay away from chaos. But he did take an oath of service. True. So now he's being brought up on 11 charges, including um, child neglect, culpable negligence and perjury. Um, If everything... Yeah, his combined prison sentence would be 97 years if he's convicted. Um, his bail has been set at $102,000. Um, when he makes his bail, he have to wear a monitor, surrender his passport, and be prohibited from possessing a gun. So that was kind of like was inter- an interesting story to me this week because, like, it's fucked up, but I understand it. Like, I understand, like, yeah, he just had a fucking, he froze. Yeah. And that's the wrong occupation to be in to freeze, but I get it. Everybody's human. Regardless of your occupation, people fuck up. But, to, you know, it, it happens. The law is the law, you know, the law is the law. Or whatever the fuck y'all be saying when, you know, y'all people get off. Sorry. Um, so. Now to the story of the week And We should have fun with this So Let's talk about the beehive Oh that's what you're talking about That is not the story I was thinking about this whole time <laughs> Let's talk about the beehive And A little incident that happened in Oakland I had to go to say Warriors game I believe that was game Four Um, Beyonce and Jay Z were at the game they were seated next to the owners of the Warriors. And it was recorded on video, a exchange between the three of them, where there was conversation and the owner's wife, Nicole Curran, um, leaned over to talk specifically to Jay-Z. And because we have technology and things are captured, you know, I'm pretty sure that's not the only shot of that. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure her Beyonce didn't have the stale face the whole time. But, uh, yeah, they caught Beyonce in a moment of perceived disgust. 
<laughs> and people ran with it. They called her this. They called uh, Nicole Kern disrespectful. They said that um, you know she was out of line for what she did. Like, and it actually came out that she was asking Jay Z if he wanted limes in his drink. <laughs> did, did did Beyonce ever confirm this? No, no, of course not, because she never confirms anything. It's That's her true. fucking fans. That always jump out of pocket and act the fucking monkey on social media. I'm saying, do we know this to be a fact that she was asking for a line? That's what the woman said. And Nicole Kern said that's what she was. Yeah. Um, so yeah. She has Nicole Kern has since uh deleted her Instagram um because they have death threats and bees, you know, that they're the beehive attacked and it's just that whole thing like how can you i don't see how you can stand a person to be more mad about a situation than the actual person like i understand if somebody is mad then yeah as a fan you can you know hey have at it if beyonce came out and said yeah she was wilding cool I, you know, death threats is not cool in any capacity because I feel like Beyonce not gonna do that. But you said be, uh, death threats. I don't even make death threats. Okay. Yeah, they're making death threats in her comments, uh, bees and shit. Typical beehive yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know who do, does this, but seriously, I I have this conversation anytime it's a story about Beyonce. The fact that y'all grown asses are sitting there with families and husbands and wives and whoever the fuck or trade or whoever the fuck you are. And you sit there and you just bored and don't have no life as an adult. And you can sit there and be like, I'm about to beat the fuck out her shit. And I really be mad about some shit. That's crazy to me. I would never understand stand-up. I love Jay-Z, but I would never. I don't care. I listen to people like, oh, I don't like him. I listen to music. Cool. That ain't got shit to do. Like, beyond, Jay-Z now you're losing no money over it. And I'm not mad. You can like whoever the fuck you like. I might judge you, but... <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I'm fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let me, you know, beehive or whatever the fuck. Throw diamonds up at every rocks at every whatever the fuck. Like, that shit childish. Like, <laughs> what? So, yeah. Yeah. So, that whole thing, I don't I don't even have an issue with, like, commentary. Like, you can say, like, yeah, bro, like, back off or, you know, whatever, whatever, but yeah the death threats and the annoying ass bees is like crazy to me um i do have a post though from one stephanie mills stephanie mills was a r&b singer in the 80s i thought she was somebody okay yeah so the post reads nicole kern what can i say you are the wife to an nba team owner and beyonce is the wife of a billionaire, Jay-Z. Pause. Let me pause that right there. Do you know how stupid that fucking statement is? But I feel like, I'm sure, I feel like this is a satire. No, I'm pretty sure she was serious. I mean, but even still, though. I, I, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Nicole Kearns' net worth. I'm sure we, everybody knows that they're rich. You have to be to own the basketball team. $1.5 That's just her. Not her husband who owns the team. That's just her net worth. 1.5. All right? Relax. All right. 
Why are you leaning across from the queen bee allegedly asking about a fucking lime? I'm sure with all the noise in the arena, you could have simply asked his beautiful wife what her husband wanted in his vodka soda. Now that is true, though. She does have a point. True. Because it's just like, that was unnecessary. True. It's rude to lean over people. True. I didn't say what she did was right. I just said the reaction was wrong. FYI, little nasty Nikki, never disrespect the queen bee by leaning over her. I think they've been married long enough for her to know what he likes and his drinks. After all, she is Mrs. Sean Carter. Sean spelled S-E-A-N. Okay, Sean, let's play Georgie's name. (laughs) Sean can go either way. Now, at one point in time, this was a very valuable member of the 80s R&B scene. And she has now, in 2019, been reduced to a fucking beehive member. This is a famous Beehive member. I don't get what's wrong with y'all. Why? It's a lot of famous Beehive members. Right, but really, just think about the dynamic of that. Like, because a couple weeks ago, we talked about how Dionne Warwick was talking talking about uh, Beyonce not being at that status, that legendary status yet. And here you have somebody who's been out long before Beyonce calling her queen. Like, that's that's kind of crazy to me. Respect. I, I. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the older, the older niggas, they, um, like when that shit was coming out by Jacquees, when he was someone he was a king of R&B, it was a lot of older niggas, Tyrese Tank, and all of them was like, oh, you know, well, you know, put some respect on Chris Brown's name, and, you know, shit like that. Child. What's the difference? Fix your face, nigga, and then tell me what's the difference is. And open your eyes when you talk to me. I, I, look, I, I'm just here to have dialogue. That's all. Nigga, spell it. I'm just playing. D-A-L-O-O. Um, Got to hit nigga. Um, yeah, that was it, man. Like, I don't, y'all got to relax, man. Because eventually, it's going to move away. That's a wolf. That's not it's a, a dog. dog, fam. <laughs> I get it. I seen it. I get it. Yeah, one day it's gonna move away from social media, and one of y'all are gonna get some like shrimp to confront somebody in person, and you gonna get fucked up, all in the name of Beyonce. So just don't do that. Stop it. Get some help, like the Jordan man. Like stop it. But other than that, that was, that's all I got for six at world man. Y'all stop hating. Stop threatening people. Stop sending people death threats. Now that's a little extreme for sure. Like I understand, like trying to defend Beyonce's honor, but you can just—I mean, I thought it was all a joking thing. I didn't know niggas was getting like that. Yeah. Oh, niggas gotta chill. <laughs> exactly what I just said. All right, so do we have emails? Do we? No. We don't have any emails. Uh. Uh-uh. Working at emails. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm focused. Um, if you have anything you want to ask us or comment about or you know anything, if you want to send us bees, hey, bro, no, don't send us that shit. Send that shit to Hendrix. Anyways, <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can hit us up at ask two podcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Send any questions, comments, concerns, and we'll be sure to get back to you. I'm surprised you didn't um address the uh when they see us. 
That seemed like that was the biggest story, actually, really. Well, I haven't seen. I still haven't seen the series, but I haven't watched it either because honestly, I am not. I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all. I'm not cut out for that shit. Like it's. I'm enough. definitely the type of person that don't watch like like I've never seen like I don't watch slave movies or I don't watch anything like dark and shit like that. And so I feel like I am not. I don't have the emo- emotional capacity to watch that. Like, cause I'm like that with real shows, like shit that's not true stories. If I can't fuck with the storyline too much, like if the storyline trigger me, I won't watch it. Like I feel like that about fucking imposters. Because the bitch was like conning men all their money. I'm like, this is fucked up. This is why men are so fucked up. I couldn't even finish watching that show. And that was like actually a real written series. This is a real true story. It's like, oh, you talking about sending these innocent children to prison for 10, 15 years. And they were innocent. I'm triggered already. You know what I'm saying? To know all these white people, the president included, was behind getting these kids sent to prison. Um, if you're not familiar, we're talking about when they see us, the story about the, uh, the Central, Central Park, Park Five. Five that is on Netflix. And so uh, I was just so triggered. So I haven't watched it yet. Um, I've only seen people being triggered by it because it's a fucked up story. It's extremely sad. These two women that were responsible, along with the police department, everything, of course, in these confessions out of these young boys is just criminal and sad. And it's a common story and unfortunately repetitive narrative in the black community of being wrongly accused, um, falsely accused like that. So, and this is just one of those stories. Um, Because even that Republican black lady has said something about it trying to trigger our emotions or something like that. It's like, that's just a true story. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what you mean. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad the series came out because people needed to know. Yeah, because honestly, I didn't know about it. I didn't, I, I mean, it happened in what, like the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, I was, like I said before, and I was in a lonely sperm cell <laughs> and in an egg unfertilized. I had no idea. I didn't even know. I got, it sounded familiar when I heard Central Park 5, but I actually didn't know about the story. So I like went and researched it because I'm a Google queen. Like When I find out about something, I don't just go and assume. I like to really research it. and do, So I looked up everything about the story and saw it. And I mean, so I was without watching the documentary. So I, I know the story. Of it, but I'm just not ready to see that shit. Like I took a criminal justice class when I was in college, and we talked a lot about you know wrongly accused and how it fucks their lives up. Um, yeah. So I could only imagine. Like luckily, this was an extremely public case, and it was them against the state or whatever. So they actually got, you know, what I'm saying they actually got to get at least some money and settlements and stuff like that that could help them put some normalcy back in their lives. But so often, you know, people are wrongly accused. And even if you are wrongly accused, that doesn't necessarily mean you always get your record expunged. So you get out of prison and it's still hard for you to find a job and it's still hard for you to get back any type of normalcy, especially you're in there for 10 years and you go in there as a teenager and you come out as a, you know, someone who's almost 30 or, you know, or anything like that. It's just like, 
just trying to get back your life. It's, you know what I'm saying? Because you were never a criminal to begin with. You were just wrongly accused. So, it's crazy. Like, just hearing that in that story, I just, I haven't watched it. I don't know if I'm going to. Like, it's so much other happier shit to watch. Like, I want to watch it to support it. But I don't want to watch it because I'm just, like, easily triggered and sad about shit. So, <laughs> maybe I'll, like, watch it one day and go to sleep so they can get the stream and not, <laughs> and not actually have me be, like, fucking triggered as hell. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those situations where people are so forgetful about shit. Like, the fact that she had any kind of, like, publication in the first place is crazy. Like, I don't understand how you, like, didn't remember what she did. Like, I don't understand that. But I'm glad she's out of, you know, out of jobs and shit. You know, it's my favorite song, Turn It Up, shit like that. But, yeah. Sad shit. I said I didn't have no sad shit. That's what I was saying when he was like, it's no secret sad shit. I'm like, wait, we must not be talking about this story. No, 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 no. Yes. I'm just saying. But anywho. So, what is your question for Mind of Millennial for me? My question for Mind of Millennial, let me find it. Okay. So, you're a guy. And see, this is hard to ask you because I know you're going to give me some kind of bubblegum answer because you are weird and asexual and shit. But Wait, what? I was having a conversation with this guy because I am... Actually, I don't know what it is about him. I'm very... um. Like, usually I just, I guess, like, when it comes to my celibacy, I just don't even really, like, tell people. Like, I just kind of just mind my business and then let's spin or ignore niggas accordingly. <laughs> or I just make a point to be like, oh, we can go do something, but I'm not going to your house. You don't come to my house. You don't even know where I live. Like, that's usually what I do if I date. All right. But it's just been a while for any of that. <laughs> anyway, so this is how I knew, like, a year ago. Like, we cool. We hung out one time. But... You know what I'm saying? It was just like on some chill shit. And so, like, he wanted to hang out with me again. I've been spinning him this whole time. He was one of the few people that I actually told. Like, I said, I think I was just like, he was asking to hang out with me around the time when I decided to be sold it. And I was just like, but this is how I kind of be. Especially if it's somebody I'm cool with. If I feel like he's going to be on bullshit. I was like, look, I'm just going to let you know. Like, I'm just going to spin you. I mean, I've been spinning you and ignoring you because I'm not fucking anyway. I know you're going to try to. And it's no point of us even hanging out. And so, I admire your honesty. Yeah, he was one of the few people I just actually was like, look, because it was like when I first started doing it. I'm like, I'm not even gonna waste your time. I live far. Like, it ain't no point. Just stay your ass where you at. Don't waste your time. Ain't nothing popping over here, nigga. But um, I was talking to the same person. He's like, oh, you know, I'm like, you know, that's still my life. That's not my ministry. And it was just like, well. <laughs> I was like, I mean, but you saying it like that's all I want. Like, all I want is like, I mean, that would be, I would want some pussy, but I still want to hang out with you. So, and somebody was telling me that's always the expectation. So, my question to you, Hendrix, is when you ask somebody out or when you hang out with females, do you always assume that sex is on the table? Assume? No. Assumptions lead to letdowns. And... I like the fact that to, you know, just not come into a situation expecting something because you you enjoy it more. Like, all right, we had a nice night out and shit like that. Like, everything was cool. It was like, hey, uh, you want some pussy? 
like, oh shit, I would love some pussy. Like, absolutely. Thank you. So I, I I take that approach because it's I think it's beneficial and you don't fellas when you don't act thirsty, you fall into blessings, okay? Like not over the here, nine, no. Don't use that logic over here. <laughs> Cause it, I actually not blessing no money. Cause a lot body. of times the thirst talks you out of the pussy. Now you might even you know slip through the cracks and hit once. That's probably it. Like, but if you just you know, look, unfor, I have unfortunately I have a very nonchalant attitude, and that has benefited me so much in my life. I hope you ladies are reading through the fine print and that he knocking down everything. I'm not. That's what you just said. I'm not. Anyways, finish. Um. So, it it was just like, in that case, no. If we go out, like we going out. So you don't assume that sex on the floor. No. What if y'all just chilling at the house? No, I'm sat and watch movies and made meals and shit. We like don't that. believe you. But anyway, um, the, the second you. part of my question. <laughs> fuck you, nigga. I had a second. Trust me. I'm gonna get mine regardless. But see, that goes back to the masturbation shit. Shit, go right ahead. I'm gonna get mine regardless. So I'm not worried. That's just a bonus. Go ahead, beat that dick, nigga. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Go right ahead. I'm minding my business. Like, yeah, after you leave, like, damn, shit. I could have used some pussy. I'm gonna go do what I gotta do. Shit. I ain't that. You can't be that pressed. So. Vagina everywhere. So, riddle me this. Yes. Why do you think Why do you think that guys Even if you tell them Like I mean Sure We can hang out But don't be on bullshit Why do they still try Because mm-hmm. A lot of I mean besides the fact That niggas be like Oh well you know If I don't try I'm gay Like what, what? Wait who told you that I hear niggas say that I'm like If I don't try It's gonna be like I'm on some gay shit or something Um Yeah I've heard that that has definitely been spewed my way on multiple occasions. Like, yeah, that gay ass nigga ain't even try to fuck. Like, look, it, it, we live in a different day and time. Like, movie, like, media has really fucked up a lot of people's perception about, like, how shit goes down. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? You don't just, it's not like whip, whip. Like, all right. Like, I whip my shit out. You put your pants down. Like, nigga, we fucking. No, that's not how sex goes. Like, it's, it's a build up to sex for the most part. That's the part you niggas like. Y'all, I'm <laughs> honestly, I've, it's been very rare where somebody nigga made me, when somebody actually made me want to have sex. Niggas come out of woodworks like, nigga, I really was watching this. Get yeah. your hand off my titty. Yeah, see? That, like, shit like that. Like, yeah, no. I don't, like, now, like, if a woman doesn't make the first move, I'm cool. I never make the Especially first move. Especially in. The society we live in today Like I'm super Unless it's my nigga I'm not ever gonna touch you Now That is different Relationship wise Like yeah Hey We might be 20 minutes into the movie When they're like I'm horny I don't know I'm actually still watching this I'll pause the movie I got you later maybe Don't let me We'll see Flashback but like, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, like niggas be wilding. Yeah, look, I, I don't understand. Grinding my gears right now is picking up a cup that's empty. 
You thirsty, I'm sorry. But <laughs> so yeah, thirsty. like you you can't be like you shouldn't be pressed. Like don't be pressed. For sure. Yeah, I mean And we got off on like we went out so I forgot what your second question was. My second question was about the like at home. No, my second question was saying like why even if you tell somebody beforehand that you're not on bullshit, they still feel like they need to try? Um, Because I can say honestly for a guy, like, it's because, like, okay, you feel that way, but you ain't met me yet. Like, not with me. Like, you boo. ain't say that about me. <laughs> like, you ain't say that boo, about me. Boo. I'm just telling you how niggas think. I know. And that's just, like, yeah, no. Honestly, you, you it's something wrong with niggas. Else, all but, niggas yeah, feel like me. they good at sex or like it's supposed to make a difference. The thing that matters, it's not like I'm saying like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if niggas like I'm saying no because I want you to prove me wrong. That's exactly no, how I really do. I don't want to have sex at all. I don't care if it's good or bad. I don't want it. <laughs> that's exactly how I don't care if that shit two inches or 12. I still am not interested. I'm not. I don't want it. I don't know. No, no. We close. Yeah. It's we a close. challenge. Like when, but, and me and you have had these discussions. Like when you put shit like that out there, you just open yourself up for challenges. No, because it's always going to be the thing. Like that's the thing. I, nothing is lost on me. I have too many guy friends. You open yourself I'm too up hip to shit. Anytime, anytime, because nobody has ever proved me wrong. Well, except for the one nigga, but he's like a virgin. Nobody has ever proved me wrong. So it's just like, Anytime, every time somebody's like, oh, let me come pull up on you. What you doing? Let me, let's hang out. Let's watch movies. Or, oh, God, don't let a nigga tell you he want a massage. Like, nigga, you a blink of a nigga ass naked. Like, you literally can't do <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, bro, I'm like, what masseuse you go to? I don't give happy endings. Like, what, nigga? Put some clothes on. Like, like they got a towel. Or a sheet at a mas- I'm a real masseuse. Look, you little nigga get ass naked on your couch, like, bro, <laughs> on the floor. Oh, that's even worse. Nigga. You got a carpet burn. Nah, nigga. this shit goofy ass. Man, I'm like, what the fuck? Where's your- niggas is silly, bro. Yeah, turn, like- turn around to see somebody naked when that was like the furthest scene from your mind. It's kind of it fucks you up. It's like, wait, what? Huh? Because like, what am I gonna do with that? I'm like, <laughs> oh no 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 no! This ain't even like that. Ain't it? no. Mm-mm, we like, ain't doing nigga, that. I just went in the kitchen to get some ice, man. Nigga, why you don't like, have I no clothes? I can't get a swig of water, <laughs> nigga. Your ass is ass naked. No way, Jose. Like, like man, where are your pants at? Where's your drawers? <laughs> where's your socks? Like, I got so many fucking questions. <laughs> How did you even have enough time to get out of all your clothes so fast? What's like, that? what's that? Uh, is that liar, liar, or Bruce Almighty? Where nigga just—I think it's Bruce. It's Almighty. Bruce Almighty. <laughs> I think it just stripped. Yeah, but no, but like seriously though, that's how it is, and so I just feel like nah. Uh. Uh-uh. I mean. That's the type of shit I'm talking about. Because it's like, no matter what I say, I could be like... Because that's... Honestly, that's the conundrum in the place that I'm in in my life right now. Especially, like, not wanting to be fucky and not wanting to have sex like that. And, like, really just wanting to chill. Because it's like... It's it's a hard place to be in. Because it's like... It's not the fact that I don't 
enjoy male company or I don't want male energy around me, but it's like, I can't have one without the other, it seems. So it leaves me in a weird place. So it's like, I'm just always alone. Like, it's like, I can't even hang out with a nigga because it's just like, even if I want to be, I really be want to be on some chill shows. Like, you know, it'd be cool to just be watching movies or watching TV, but it's like, you honestly can't do that because a nigga, next thing you know, you blink and you think it's the remote and it's dick in your hand. Like, put it away. Put it away, nigga. Like, I was just trying to change the channel. I mean, all right, so... Back to my guy's perspective on my personal experiences. I have sat and watched movies and shit. Like, hey, come over and watch a movie with me. Bet. Went over, watched three, four movies and shit. Like, oh, shit. Sometimes, like, all right, it's getting late. Let me go home. Sometimes it's even like, all right, I'm going to spend the night. But I'm not fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even, like, me saying that outwardly. Like, it wasn't no... Sexual energy in the air On my end So You know And then You get to Texas and shit Call You know Texas afterwards Like oh well Damn I ain't know You ain't really like me Like that Like what do you mean It's like Yeah he was over Over my house Like all day And we ain't fucked Like uh, I didn't know That was an option That was on the table But uh, alright Like I don't know Why you mad But alright cool Go about your business So yeah Like I said I didn't got the gay shit Sprewed at me Like oh yeah Nigga you I fuck wish. you gay. It just made me feel good Because it's, it's like The basic thing Like even if I want to cuddle Like Cuddle don't mean I want you to stick your dick Between my ass cheeks And try to poke a hole In my panties I mean, And my shorts And my pants I mean you can't help that I'm sorry No 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 Niggas are doing this shit on purpose No nigga That's where it's at Fucking no, no, the fuck is not. Keep that shit soft, nigga. Ain't shit going on. Shit's around what? here. What? Why Ain't you no so remote excited? control Relax. on that shit? Relax. You need to calm down. Why you so easy? No, nigga. It's heat coming off that motherfucker. No, it's not. It's, it it's my ass. It's cold, <laughs> nigga. Damn. <laughs> the fuck? You niggas is like, oh, God. All right. So, um, my question for you this week is say you're dating. Well, no, you're not dating. Okay. You're in a relationship with somebody. I don't even know how I feel. I don't know. I don't know what that means. No. You're in a new relationship, okay. and you know the typical getting to know each other further. You know all the stories and shit like that. So, you know a lot of ex bashing in the stories. So what happened? Would you be open if the person's ex contacts you to go sit down? And chop it up, you know, get their side of the story on how things played out. No, I mean, I guess I, I guess it would be way. What, what's the point? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, how somebody, everybody's exes for the most part are always portrayed in this very, very negative light. So I think about that too. Like, I'm like, I wonder if my, if my exes be dogging me, even though they always try. So, like, what would you, would you be open to talking to your significant other's ex to get their perspective on what went wrong and X, Y, and Z? Because there's always three sides to the story. I guess I don't understand why it would matter. Because it's like, I'm only dating you. So, I guess why y'all situation went wrong doesn't necessarily affect me. I guess unless I guess I'm trying to, because I guess to to say that I want to hear why it went wrong from their perspective, it's like, I'm kind of trying to find, like, your flaws, like, I guess. I mean, but it's always, isn't it always good to know? Like, oh, yeah, that bitch crazy. Like, but he beat my ass, like, on a regular basis. I guess, yeah, but I thought you could fake it. I guess I don't want to say figure it, find it out on your own. You really want to find that out on your own? 
This is that well, I guess I don't necessarily want to sit on your ex too because it's like I would be under the assumption that they're trying to hurt you. Like, cause I guess I, I guess I'm thinking from my perspective. I can't imagine like what any of my exes, new significant others, would want to talk to me about. How trash is he? I mean, it's just like That's something that you got to find out on your own. I feel like yeah, because because the reason I say because everybody is also different too, right. like. I ain't gonna say the same thing if like if it's like a uh, like you he's beating your ass because that just might be who he is. But I'm saying like I don't know if I necessarily believe like stuff like oh okay if this person is like they might have cheated on you but that might have been something with your relationship. So it's like I don't want you to come in here and like oh like he's a cheater he was texting bitches he was doing that doing that then and later found out why he was doing that because and this is no excuse. Let me just say that. Let me disclaimer this small print. <laughs> Next, you know, big prayer. This is no fucking excuse. Nothing I'm about to say excuse anybody's behavior. I'm just giving it random examples. But it's like, you could be like, oh, you know, he was cheating on me. I found out he was texting girls and hanging out with girls. And I just later found out, like, what, why he reason he was doing that because y'all don't suck dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not saying that's an excuse for cheating, but it's like petty shit like that. Like, uh-huh. that's in it. I, that's like something that's going on. Your relationship don't mean it's going to play out like that in mine. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? You could have had a girl. Maybe you know what I'm saying. Let's just say the other way around. Like maybe you cause dating the girl and y'all was y'all might have been in y'all early twenties when y'all was together and like y'all issue one of y'all main issue was that well he was always out late or she was always in the club and she was always coming home late. And it's like okay, this bitch now she you know what I'm saying thirty two and she don't go out no more. But it's no, like that's no, your no. ministry. I'm talking about the last, the ex, the last ex, not the past ex, like the last person. That they dealt with, like I guess the car. The facts. one before you, yeah. I mean, I guess I just don't. I'm, but I mean, I still think that still play a role. I'm saying like people can change, and you might not be the same person in each of your relationships. So it was just like their perspective of who you are might not be who you are to me. Yeah, I get that. Because it's nature and nurture. I feel like just like some things is your personality, right? Okay. But some stuff could just be the environment. Like this is the environment of our relationship. <laughs> this is the this is the environment of our relationship, and it's different than our. You know, you know than y'all's was or whatever the case may be. I don't know if I want to know. I wouldn't care if somebody wanted them to talk to me about something. Like that wouldn't bother me. But to me, I don't really put no stock in that. Like how they relationship went with somebody else. I mean, I guess if they was a super, honestly, it would. I wouldn't even need to meet them. Know that, like, if I was talking to somebody, they was a super ex basher, then I'm already gonna be off them. We wouldn't even get to the point where we was in a relationship, because to me, that's weird. Like when I meet somebody that's super bashy towards their exes, after a while, especially all of them, it's like I'm gonna think like something wrong with you. Something wrong with you because first of all, you're the common denominator, and then. Also, just the fact that it's just like at one point, it's it's suspect to me whether that's friends or ex mate or ex friend. You know, what I'm saying either way, when you dogged them out, because like at one point you loved that person, at one point that person was everything to you, and it's just like I'm only gonna be like, well, you're gonna be like this if anything go wrong with us to me, like so yeah, I'm so always I'm cool on that. I'm always alarmed <laughs> when I hear. Anybody that's super bashy towards their ex is like, oh, you know, they were this, everything was wrong with them. I mean, unless they was a trash person. We just we just talked about this a couple weeks ago, episodes. I mean, unless they were just a horrible fucking ass person. Oh, he's beating my ass. Well, then, yeah. I'm saying, you just in there like, oh, yeah. Everybody was, you know what I'm saying? All my exes is 
all these like terrible, crazy, psychotic ass bitch. And I'm like, well, what did you do to make her crazy? You know what I'm saying? What was you doing? Like, niggas, that, that's she the thing. Niggas, no, niggas would be like, oh, yeah, this bitch crazy. She slipped, you know, like, she um slipped my tires and whatever the fuck the case may be. And, you know, put sugar in my gas tank and all that like that. But then you didn't, you know, I felt like you had a threesome with her mom and her sister in, your, in y'all bed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you earned that. Where that? You deserve that. Like, that's the least she could have did. Shit. Like. I just feel like it depends. Yeah, I mean it's always important. People to acknowledge people argue your own the effect, flaws. but not the cause. All right, acknowledge your own flaws. That happens in a lot of situations. People are like, oh, okay, well, this is what happened. It's okay. Well, what led up to that? I always start off with idea X Y Z. That's all. I'm saying. And it resulted in X Y Z. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, I'm millennial. If you got any questions, hit us up on social media. Ask us some questions. We want questions from you guys. Why you gotta say it like that? I don't know. The headphones is kind of wanky. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, so it's time to discuss. <laughs> it's time for let's discuss. What's our topic this week? Oh, this is a shit I forgot. Um. You know, when people don't normally engage in activities, <laughs> engage in activities. <laughs> It's not good. Um. Oh. Okay. Business. That's wrong. But today I wanted to discuss. Well, this week I wanted to discuss like pretty much like doing business with your family and friends, and like, is it ever a real way to have like to separate business from personal, and like maintaining your relationships, not doing business with people, and your family or your close friends and. All of that good stuff. So, Henry, do you have a perspective of this or opinion about this? Um, it's always good to encourage people, and sometimes it's even good to engage in whatever product somebody is selling or offering. But a lot of times, it is not a really good outcome that's going to come from you working with family or friends for them. Like a lot of friendships have been broken up because. A business because of money because of um unfulfilled projects and stuff like that so it does ha- it happens a shit ton to be honest like we've seen whole fucking families disintegrate because of some business shit and it's unfortunate i mean you should want to support somebody's endeavors but people are on bullshit a lot. So. so what about not not necessarily going into business with them, but soliciting their business? No, I mean soliciting. Like I can pay for something from you. Like you can be selling shirts. I'm like, oh yeah, I want that shirt. Here go, you know, here go the money. And then it's like three weeks later, I'm like, bro, what, what happened to the shirt? It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I ran out. Like you ran out. Like, nigga, I paid you three weeks ago, and you're accessible. Like, I don't give a fuck that you shipping shit out, you know, shipping shit out of shape. I'm here. Like, I've been around you within those three weeks and shit, and I still ain't got no shirt. I didn't see other niggas with shirts and shit, but I ain't got it yet. So, yeah, it's, it's about soliciting or even, like, catering projects. I know a lot of beef with, goes on with that. Um... A big thing now is like photography and shit like that. Oh my god! It's like, oh yeah, I did this photo shoot for my cousin, and I 
you know, gave her a discount for like one fifty for my services and I didn't get paid. Like I normally charge I, you know, I charge people normally like five hundred dollars, but I charge her one fifty and she didn't pay me. And I have like a waiting list. Like so yeah, that kinda like when you're fucking up people's income a lot of times that's not good family friend or otherwise and that's the thing though it go both ways because it's like you have the family members like oh i want a discount or oh what's the prices or even if you don't ask even you just offer them a discounted price right it's like it go both ways because you have people that's like oh okay well it's my even if they are paying like you said with the shirts thing even if they are paying or whatever like that you just like oh well that's family so you bullshit them yeah, exactly. And you and you fuck up you fuck with them in a way you wouldn't do your actual clients because it's like, oh well, that's family. Yeah, um, that's the shit. I don't like that either because I actually had that issue with like my hair. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, oh, I had the same person always with my hair. I was going. I was getting to that. It was just like the time. Like I know, like, but this is the thing. I didn't ask for that. So like, they charged me a discounted price to do it. Or whatever. But you got to work on their schedule. But I'm working on their schedule. So it's like, okay, I get a discounted rate. But it's like every time, any, if somebody else, like somebody's paying full price, if they schedule an appointment and they want my time, my time is up for grabs because like, oh, I ain't paying full price anyway. Yeah. So it's like then my shit get moved or my shit get canceled. Or my, you know what I'm saying? I'm always the one being flexible. I don't always got to move. I don't want to come up these crazy ass hours or these random ass times, days, and stuff like that because. It's like my shit is movable because you feel like you're doing me a favor, giving me a discount, I guess. Yeah. So it's just like, or even even in the process where it's like, okay, you got real clients. You want them to keep coming back. So you're going to do everything professionally in a good time period. It's like, but you doing my hair or something that should have took four or five hours. We didn't, we doing it for 10 hours because you want to take a break. You want to talk on the phone. You want to eat. You want to chew on my ear. You want to do all of this stuff, the stuff that you wouldn't do to your real clients because you want them to, you know what I'm saying? So to me, all you're these- You're a professional when you're with somebody exactly. outside of your family so to, so to me, I feel like it's kind of like, I think what's necessary in any of these endeavors, whether you're doing business with somebody or you're listening to somebody's business, is really just um, being uh, professional and being, um, that's not even a term I was looking for. It's a mutual respect, is what I'm saying. Like You should, res- like you should just because- this person is related to you, like, and let's say you're, you know, someone, uh, you're the business owner, your family is like, you know, feeling like they need discounts or not. It's to be a mutual respect. So it's like, okay, well, yes, I do want your services and I'm going to solicit your business because you're family, but I also just understand that you got a business to run. So yes, I'm going to pay what you want me to pay you. You know what I'm saying? Or this discount or not? Because honestly, I feel like this, if it's discount, if it's not a discount and I'm not saying that all oh, you need to give your whole family a discount. But I think like this, if somebody not giving you a discount, y'all related, that's cool, but it also gives you the opportunity and the right to shop around. Because let's say if you charge 285 for your services or whatever, we related, you don't want to give me no discount, you got a business to run, that's cool. But I can find somebody to do my shit for 185 you can't be mad that I go to somebody else. Yeah. Because like at this point, now it's all business. That's nothing personal. Like you charge too much, nothing personal, I'm going somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like, that should be not an issue. Now, if it's like, oh, okay, well, y'all charge the same amount, that still depends on your level of professionalism. Because let's say you charge 285 they charge 285 but I know they're going to do my hair, and I'm going to be out in three hours, versus I'm going to go to you, you're going to talk on the phone, have every conversation, watch a whole season of Netflix, everything like that, and then I'm in there for 12 hours, and my hair just being done. 
well, well I'm going to pay you 285 but I could pay them 285 for the convenience of just being in and out and being treated like correctly. Yeah. And I, mean, I and I think it's hard to separate the business from the personal because that's how, that's the thing. People who bullshit you is so quick to be like it's not it's nothing personal, it's business. But it's like nigga you bullshit me. It's like <laughs> I hate that. And I've probably used this as a ground my gears before. But I've had that experience a lot with family because I'm the giver in my family. I'm the person that does everything for everybody. And so being that people come to me for shit, like, oh, I want this. I want that. Can I borrow this? Can I do this? Can I come watch your cable? Can I have some food? Can I do it? Like, and it's like, to me, it's like people are like, oh, that's all personal. But when it comes to something business-wise, like, oh, it might be some money or like where's my money back yeah people are always like oh where my money where my money like people do that to me all the time even if it's not even business like i had an issue with one of my siblings because we were going on a trip and like so some of the money was coming out their account auto deducting out of the account and i was paying them and sometimes i just wouldn't be i just didn't think to pay them but it's like they owe me money anyway <laughs> so it's just like interesting conundrum but man. that's what i'm saying so it's like but that's the thing. I'm not the type of person. I, it's fucked up. That's why I have an issue doing business with people I'm related to. Because I don't treat people like that. I treat everybody like like my family. I always treat you like family. So it's like, I don't lend money unless I got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to spend, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to spend no money or buy you nothing I can't afford. If you give it back to me, cool. If not, cool. Like, I don't hold, I don't like holding stuff over people's head. Like, I don't like people feeling like that. All right. But people are so quick to do that shit to me, which is why I take it personally if you on bullshit. Because, like, <laughs> my brother or somebody could owe me hundreds of dollars, but I owe him five, and he will blow my phone up for it. And it's like, I technically don't owe you shit because you ain't never paid me my money. <laughs> but they're like, I need that money, I need that money, I need that money. And I'm like, damn, like, I would, ooh, like, imagine if I was pulling a you on you. I'm like, damn, it's like that? Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? It's like the same thing with the person that do my hair. It's just like, oh, well, you know, I need this. I'm running the business. I need, uh, you know what I'm saying? It should be this much. Like, I got a business to run. It's just like, okay, yeah. But I wasn't thinking about that when you was eating my food and I was buying steaks and cooking dinner and you was watching my cable for free. You ain't, it was, it was personal then, but now it's business. Or you want some shoes. It's like, oh, I want, I want these shoes. Get my shoes for me. Sure. And it's just like, <laughs> That's that's personal though. Go off. That's the type of shit I'm saying. Though. Go off. I'm just saying. That's I, why I feel no, weird I about it because people, it's like you really do. I I realize as I get older because I'm a family person. It's easier for me to be like that because I don't have a big family. I don't talk to my immediate. I mean, I only talk to my immediate family, like brothers, siblings, and my parents. So my life is a little bit easier. Like, so if I ever just decide to randomly become a millionaire. I don't own nobody's shit. Like, I grew up with, like, five people. Hmm. <laughs> Get out of my face. Um, but, yeah, like, it's kind of, it's weird to me when people do that, that whole business person. Because, like, I grew up as a person that does everything for everybody. I'm just like my dad. And it's just, like, people never think about that when they, like, oh, well. They don't, they don't, people are so selfish. And I couldn't imagine ever being that selfish. Because, like, they were, like, one way, oh, no, this is like this. And it's just, like, well. You didn't you didn't say it like that when it was me doing for you. Of course not. And it's like, damn, if I could be that selfish, my people would be like looking at me like I was crazy. Cause they're like, damn, yeah, you know, so used to just giving everything to everybody. Like I'm like I'm a big fan, I'm big on family. I don't leave nobody hanging. Like if I actually treated these niggas like they treated me, 
She would be right crazy. Yeah, I mean, I recently had a little uh, issue, money issue or whatever. Um, and yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't pressing. Like, but my friend was like, "No, no, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you." I'm like, "Bro, it's cool. Like, I know you got me. Like, I'm not. It's not like." I'm not gonna die if I don't get this money. Like I, I get it. Like, it's gonna, t- <laughs> like it's gonna, t- it's, it's taking a minute. I got you. You know, as long as I get it, we good. But I understand that's from. <laughs> I understand that's from other business dealings that he's done, where you know, you might owe somebody some money and they at your fucking doorstep every day. And they supposed to be your family or your friends and shit like that. So that's like something that has actually infiltrated into a lot of like a lot of people's minds. Like people base their actions off of experiences. And a lot of times, like when you have a <laughs> bad experience, like it fucks with you and it changes how you approach business going forward. And it's unfortunate because it's a lot of businesses out here that a lot of people's family have and they don't fuck with them like shit i had when we me and casey bought t-shirts out of our own money because people were oh yeah you guys gotta get t-shirts t-shirts yeah i pay for a t-shirt this 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 and that so we went ahead and bought t-shirts and at first it was like hey yeah this is the price for the t-shirt Couple people copped them. People, a lot of people said, "Oh yeah, I want one." Nah, nothing. But you don't think about that when you say shit. Like so, this like the whole good shit. Like we did that because we felt like niggas wanted t-shirts, family, friends wanted t-shirts, and then we when you get the product, it's like, oh yeah, no, nah. uh, yeah, I'm gonna catch you, yeah, I'll catch you next week, bro. Like I ain't got it right now. Like, uh, what you say? Like, damn, you want you want twenty for the t-shirt? Yeah, cause it's the same shit that you would go out and pay forty five dollars for at a store. So yeah, it's just it's like this is actually a discount. So yeah. It's 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 a slippery slope. It definitely is. Cause now it's like, oh yeah, y'all, uh, yeah, you got your t-shirt on, man. You got one? Like, yeah. Let me hold that. It's just like, all right. <laughs> it's like, all right. So yeah, it's definitely a slippery slope when you're dealing with family and and friends and whenever money is really involved. To be honest, like whenever money and family is involved, it's not really good. It's not gonna turn out good. So, I agree. Yeah. So, what are you guys? Have you guys had some like really, really dark stories about your business and your family and friends taking advantage of it? Or that's the thing is like, oh, support your people. Like you, you always see them little posts like, oh, y'all spend this much money on this. You all you want by your family or your friendship for full price and la la. Fuck out of here. <laughs> If you get a lot of times you're not getting the same service because just like you, you know, people, it, like I said, they go both ways. Like people might, you know, see their family doing something and they 
don't want to pay full price for it, and it goes the other way around. Like your family, even if you do, they do pay full price for it. You being unprofessional about the services. Well, these my people, so I could be slow, I could be late, I could be this, I could be that. It go both ways. Like so, it has to be ultimately. I think the solution to this is a mutual respect between any two people doing business to each other. Like respect somebody's time, respect somebody's business, and that's probably the only way to thrive. And communication, of course, which. It's a thing for me because I'm very, um, like I said, I don't talk to a lot of my family and I have a very toxic, uh, toxic behavior uh-huh. myself. I'm toxic. Uh-huh. And in terms of like, I don't really, I don't really have a lot of, um, I don't really care a lot about a lot of things or people. So, um, I see a lot, it's very few people in my life that I feel like aren't disposable, like that I wouldn't be okay without. So it's just like, like when, if it's like you do bad, if I feel like personally attacked or like it's not, it's a respect issue, I just won't talk to you. Like, and that's, that's why it's, you gotta kind of figure, like I actually had to talk to my dad about everything, like situations I'm in, cause I'm like, well, man, I mean, I don't care. I ain't gotta talk to you no more. Like this, like I just go on a deep. And he was just telling me like, like you just always go on the extreme with shit. I'm like, I mean, cause that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. And then, well, you know, the situation is not that serious. I'm like, what well, is that serious to me? Cause now I feel like you don't respect me, and <laughs> I have an issue with that. <laughs> you ain't gotta be cool. Yeah. I mean. So that's my toxic behavior. It's unfortunate, but it happens. Like it happens all the time. Truck. This is like it definitely happens. So, if you guys have any unfortunate business stories that involve family or relatives, or I mean, relatives or friends, or a methodology in which you think is best to deal with these situations, yeah, because I I see like, is it a way to successfully do business, or should you just like avoid it? Like, for the I know I've heard people like that, like, for the sake of our friendship, I'm not gonna. Right, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But but you know, but it's a lot of stuff like that because I think you can successfully do business with family. And you can't necessarily do business with friends. Like, cause I mean, people fight that a lot of times. Like when you have a close relationship with somebody involving money or any other thing, it's kind of like weary, a weary kind of feeling because like, I feel like that sometimes too, when it's kind of like money and shit like that, I never feel slighted until I fall out with somebody. Like if I owe you money and we not as close now, nah, I feel like I want my shit back. Cause I don't want you to have that over me. It's kind of the same thing went before when I was talking about like niggas, like you a fucking nigga. And then he, um, Hold like he be like, oh well, I don't care because I fucked you. I feel like a nigga would be like that, or your family would be like that. If you got money, like well, I don't care if you fuck with me or more, we get cool no more because I mean I got your money. Like, already, you know, say you tricked. I guess even if it's your people, <laughs> you tricked off on me, so I don't care. I don't want nobody to ever be able to feel like that. So it's like, um, no, I give you my money. What? We gonna be working forever. Duh. Oh my god. You ain't know that nigga. Oh my god. But. All right, y'all. That's it. If you have anything, any comments, or commentary on this topic, please let us know by hitting us on our social media, 2AM Podcast, or you can hit us up at our email as 2AM Podcast at gmail.com. I'm sorry I have the hiccups. Anyways. I don't even have to do trunk and silence today. Shut up. Let's keep it pushing. <laughs> so. What's grinding your gears besides family uh, not respecting you? Besides people not respecting me and niggas trying to puck me, uh... The Warriors are actually grinding my gears. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they doing. I haven't even been watching the games. Scouts honor, I promise. <sighs> Only game I watched was game one. They lost. I thought it was me. I didn't watch none of the other ones. 
and they continue to disappoint me in such a way that I cannot believe that they're down 3-1. This is crazy. But honestly, luckily, I'm not too invested in it. I put that shit on Twitter. I'm like, I want them to win. Like, I, I like the Warriors, and I want them to win. Um, and I don't like Drake. All the more reason for the Raptors to lose. Um, I mean, all things, all good things it's just kind of like bumps. I mean, Roblox can come to an end or come to an end. But, yeah, it ain't over till it's over. I mean, it's not over until it's over. But I'm like, okay, it's 3-1. They probably going to lose. But that's cool. I mean, it's cool for Raptors, I guess, in franchise history. I also feel like I'm one of them people with conspiracy theories that think to a certain extent the NBA probably is rigged and that, I mean, it's probably just like what they for their franchise right now. Maybe they want to give people hope. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, some shit. I don't know. But um, yeah, it is what it is. I um, I'm sad about it, and I can't believe they playing like this. I mean, not Steph. He literally trying to hold that whole team on his back, and it ain't working. His back broke. I don't know, but um, I said it. Um, uh, I think I put it in a uh, group chat yesterday. I'm like, the niggas are tired. When you do what they've been doing for as long as they've been doing it, eventually you just get tired. Like most people's season ends in April. Most season, you know, most people, most teams, like April. That's it. End of season. They've been in June, playing into late June for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're tired. Simple as that. They're tired. And five years older. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, We'll see what happens. We shall. Anyways, what's grinding your gears, Hendrix? Grinding my gears this week is poor leadership. Okay. In the workplace. Um, I know, uh, I think it was Brass who was talking about um, how his uh, team leader didn't, like, acknowledge his birthday and shit like that. Like, it was his first time he had... Um, a team leader not acknowledged his birthday and people from other teams were doing it and he just kind of realized like how bad he was as a, a team leader but um my thing goes to, to me personally like i don't understand like how we all have one specific job and goal like as a team to accomplish you know get shit accomplished make sure everything good or whatever make sure the job is done but um, certain people are allowed to slack off and put extra work on other people. So I don't know if you guys deal with that in your workspace, but yeah, it, it's fucked up when people pass along work and, you know, after a while it gets kind of, ang- you know, you develop anger towards like, what the fuck? Like this nigga is always passing some shit off to me. Like why the fuck? I get tired too. Like why you everybody getting paid at the end of the week? Every Friday niggas is getting checks. So why? And it goes back to leadership. Like when if, if your lead is not holding people accountable, then yeah, you should expect them to do whatever the fuck they want to. So yeah, just grinding my gears is the lack of leadership sometimes in the workspace where it provide well, it makes your work day a little bit harder because other people are not taking care of their business and it's cool with superiors to have to happen. I complain about work all the time. You literally do. <laughs> I think I like every episode. Every other episode. <laughs> the weather or work. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 
That's pretty much your thing. I would put um, a certain artist on that, but I'm not. What? Young Miami. It's grinding my gears. What she do? Breathe. All right. Well, that's going <laughs> to wrap up the show for this week. <laughs> Hendrix, where can I reach you? Um, you can reach me on all social medias at Noli Hendrix. That's N-O-E-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X. Where can I reach you, Casey? You can reach me, Casey, in the place to be at K underscore in real life. That's K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-A-F-E. That is on Instagram and on Twitter. You can reach me on Facebook at KC Kyle. And you can reach the show. On all social media platforms at the 2 a.m. podcast. Yes, the 2 a.m. podcast with the number two. Um, so, yeah. Any last words for these good people? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nigga, damn. Okay, well, while he's laughing, you can email us at ask2ampodcasts at gmail.com. The number two. Hendrix, what's up? All right. Any last words? Yes. As always, millennials, Open remember, it is better to fail in originality than it is to succeed in imitation. You sure? Because, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm thinking about that, and then I'll check you guys next week, okay? Peace. Peace out. Boom.